Welcome to Bell Interrupted. Are you out of your damn mind? You get to drink from the fire hole! This is an embarrassment, a disgrace! What? What's the matter, kid? You got wax in your ears? Don't do it! You got Tavian Parker! <laughs> Welcome to Film Erupted. This is the show where I get to do whatever I want while dealing with the constant antics of Smash. We can review movies, video games, and who knows what else. Episodes can be spooky, too oddly informative, to downright stupid. I am your host, Phil Allen, and I do welcome you to the show. Today, we're going to uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a, a, a true story, a true story that happened to me and my wife. This episode is going to be called The Smashing. Thanks and, to me. And that's going to make sense <laughs> in, a, in a, just a, a couple minutes. Joining me here on the show, on the podcast, she's back. My babe, my wife. Me. Jes- Jessica. 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 I'm here. Here yes, she is. Me. Hi. So, where do we begin? Where do we begin? <laughs> I guess we should just start right from the very beginning. So, and then I'll chime in on my end of the the entire uh, scenario. Yeah, it's a it's a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. just a very uh, relaxing set Sunday. Not a lot going on, and I'm in the living room. You know, everyone's doing the thing. We're just relaxing, middle of the day. I'd say it's maybe like two, three o'clock in the afternoon. Yep, something like that. Yep. All of a sudden, I hear the smash, the smashing sound. And scraping and a grinding and then like a car like almost like peeling out it's kind of a sound like a wheel squealing and I'm like huh and like I quickly get up and we have blinds looking out our picture window out into our front yard and I look through them and I see an SUV that has smashed into our basketball hoop outside and has completely knocked it down and is like <laughs> stuck on top of it with wheels squealing. And uh, babe, you correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think my reaction, which I don't even remember saying, was what the fuck? You said, what the fuck? Somebody just hit our pole. And I was out in the kitchen. Zoe was listening to her tablet out in the kitchen. I think she was with me out in the kitchen. And I was in the kitchen. I was just, I was doing makeup, let's be honest, because I don't like sitting around the house looking ugly. So I decided to take a shower, do my hair, do my makeup, all for my husband. So then I run up from the table and Phil's running out the door in a t-shirt. Yeah, I didn't even have shoes on or anything. No. And because I was so shocked. So I went outside and I, it was cold out too. Keep in mind. It was freezing. It's like 20 degrees and windy. And I go out there and I put my hands, you can't see me, but my hands are on my head. I put them over my mouth like this. I couldn't believe it. And I went down to the car and I went, what the hell did you do? <laughs> the hell are you doing? No, I, I didn't hear any of that because by the time I got out there, Phil had already had his hands down and his ma- hands off of his mouth, everything. So the pictures that I started taking were right after that. So I walk up to this to this lady is driving the car and she's she's stuck up on top of the basketball hoop. So it's one of those like portable basketball hoops that people often have um, like at the edge of their like driveway, driveway or something like that. Ours is actually cut out into our yard because our front yard is on a pretty <laughs> steep incline. You want to go into that story? How it ended <laughs> up there? <laughs> no, we're not going to that. So I had to cut it out with like a shovel and level it out. And then so the, the basketball hoop is it's off. 
the the actual road. Right. It, it's not in the road at all. Like nope. it's like flush with the road. Secured down. Secured down. I got a yeah. It's it was good to go. Mm-hmm. She plowed this thing right, and I was I literally I I walked up to the car door and I went, what did what did you do? How did you do this? And she's like, I'm so sorry. I I thought I was going in reverse, but I went forward. I'm so sorry. I will pay for it. I'm, I feel terrible. I was looking at my GPS. I'm lost. I took the wrong street. And I'm like trying to take this all in. I'm like in a state of like adrenaline, like shock. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, my God. I want a divorce. And she's like, again, she's very apologetic. Um, I didn't have any like initial thoughts of her at this point. Again, I'm just sort of like trying to soak in the situation. And I'm like, you know what? I, I cannot believe this happened. But I'm like, I'm a pretty compassionate person. I'm like, okay, I guess she made a mistake or whatever. And she's like, um, she's saying all the right things. You know, I'm going to call AAA. Like, do you think we'll be able to get it off? So I was like, I don't know. So I'm like kind of pulling on like the pole part of the, the basketball hoop, like yanking on it, trying to get it out from underneath her car. Because it is like totally mm-hmm. stuck underneath like the undercarriage of the car, like yeah. big time. Major. And her one wheel is like not even touching anything. It's like basically like suspended just like a couple inches above the ground. She's got she lifted that high onto it. She's like, maybe I can get off. And she's slamming on the gas. Yeah. And by the time I came outside, she was sitting in the car slamming on the gas. That's right when I started taking pictures. And you can smell plastic burning. She is revving this thing. Smelling it. And I know I started to notice, yeah, that the plastic is melting and there's mm-hmm. like a smoke coming up and it's stuff. And I was like, I, I, I don't I was like, lady, I don't think you're getting off. I was like, I think you are stuck. So she was like, oh, really? Oh, so she cuts the engine and I come around to the driver's side and she has her windows down. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm like, well, what's your name? She's like, my name is Brittany. And I was like, all right, I was like, I'm Phil. And again, she's still apologizing. I'm so sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I was, I'm trying to pick up my daughter and that's where I was going. And I took the wrong street. It's just right. It's just like two minutes away on the street called Groveville that's near us. That is near us. And I was like, okay, like, I don't really care at this point. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm going to call my husband and like, see if he can help basically. Right. So mm-hmm. Call my husband. It makes sense. Right? Yep. I, I was would... out there watching during this time. So she puts it on speaker and she calls. He does not answer. She says, I was in an accident. You know, please come help me. I'm going to be there soon. Like, blah, blah, blah. Hangs up. She's like, could you talk to my husband? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? She's like, I'm going to call back. She's like, if he doesn't pick up, she's like, I'll leave a voicemail. She's like, but can you at least talk into the phone and let him know that, like, I'm not lying to him? Like, I really am in an accident. I was like, okay. She's like, me and my husband are going through some things right now. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So she calls. She's like, I'm in an accident. I really need you to pick up. She's like, I'm with this guy, Phil. And I was like, hi. Um, <laughs> and he was. Your wife crashed onto my basketball hoop and her car is stuck. I yeah. do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty much all I said. Yeah, that was. And she was like, okay. She's like, so do you hear that? And she's like, I'm not lying. Please like, call me back or whatever. Hmm. That should have been red flag number one. It sh- should have well, Actually, crashing into the basketball now was red flag number it was. one. It was. So I'm This like, should have sparked something else. So, But I'm thinking calling your husband does seem like a natural response. It does. But 
The fact that she said, I'm not lying. Yeah. Leads you to believe that there's some shit going on. And if you have to say that to your spouse, there's a problem. Right. Well, we know that now after the fact. Oh, I know. Again, adrenaline's rushing. I'm soaking it in. I was like, whatever. I wasn't even processing some of the things that were being said at the time. And so we're talking and she's like, you know, I'm going to get AAA. I'm going to get this fixed, blah, blah. And in the front of, by the way, the front of her car was smashed up too. Like, And it was a brand new car. I forget what it was. I think you, ha- you have the picture of the I back do. end of the car. I don't have my phone car. on me, but yeah. But it was a very brand new car. Her very nice. Very car. brand new. Very nice her car. Big SUV. Her front bumper is, is all broken. It, there's plastic mm-hmm. all over our yard by the, right on top of the hoop. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's from Pennsylvania. Yep. Again, if you don't know, we're from New Jersey. So I'm like, okay. So I saw she had Pennsylvania plates. I it's took pictures strange. of them. Mm-hmm. And she goes, look, she goes, my my in-laws, um, my husband's parents live two minutes away. And I'm trying to pick up my daughter. That's where I was trying to go. She's like, I, I got lost. I took a wrong road. And, you know, I was looking at my GPS, blah, blah, blah. And, even though it was weird, I was like, okay, 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 I guess how you could get in that situation. So we live at a dead end street, and it is parallel to the street that leads to her in-law's house. So if you're not familiar with the area, the roads are parallel. I could see how you make this mistake. You pull down the wrong one. Again, it says dead end street. You're like, whoops, I meant to be on the next street over, right? I don't know how many times she's been to her in-laws. Who knows? I don't know. And... So I could kind of see how you make that mistake. And if you're looking at your GPS or something, you crash into something, you're like, shit. Like something happens in an instant, right? She started telling me, look, I'm going through. Um, what's the dog doing, huh? Um, he's eating our puzzle board. Our puzzle I think board. I need to move that because okay. he's not going to stop. What? Are you, what? Oh, boy. Big trouble here in the studio. The dog in the studio is always a problem. And she's like, I really need to pick up my daughter. I'm going to be late. It's going to look really bad on me. I just need to pick up my daughter. That's where I was heading. That's She's like, we can come back. She's like, she's like, would you be able to give me a ride to go pick her up? And I go, lady, I go, I, I don't I don't know you. Is literally what I said. Even though I knew her name was Brittany at this point. But I was like, lady, I don't know you. And she goes, she saw Jess and my daughter up by the house, um, by the front door. She's like, oh, you have a daughter too? I was like, yes. She's like, "That's I have a daughter. That's who I'm trying to get. Blah, blah, blah. So she's trying. She's trying. And, you know, again, she's she's working me. She's like, I just need to pick her up. She's like, we'll come back. We'll sit in the car until like AAA or whoever like comes here to tow truck to get me. And I was like, ah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, she shows me. She pulls up the address. She's like, this is where they're at. She's like, this is where I meant to go. Literally, it is actually two minutes away. It is extremely close. I think she probably could have walked there in like 10, 15 minutes, actually. During all this time, I have no idea what's going on because I stayed by the door, by the porch, like on top of our porch, outside of the front door, because Zoe was there and Zoe's intrigued to see what's going on. So I'm standing outside of the door and Zoe's looking out the door, but I didn't go down there. I didn't have any shoes on. I had nothing on. I was just like, frozen just yeah. like watching and i was taking pictures and i was texting with my neighbor's daughter <laughs> i did run to the house and get shoes and my jacket on because it was freezing no you did after the fact yeah after you were done talking to her and i was like i said i was like really so i looked at her phone i was like it's only two minutes away i was like i know exactly where this is i was like 
all right, look. I was like, all right, we'll go get your daughter and we'll come back and we'll take care of this. She was like, thank you so much, Phil. Like, I really appreciate it. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blah, blah. So I go into the house and <laughs> I'm already in the house because I was frozen at that point. And I'm like, all right, I need to talk to Zoe. I need to make sure she's okay because she wants to know what's going on. What's going on? She's a little nosy Nelly. So I was trying to keep her calm and I was freaking freezing. It was cold. So I just kind of had already gone in the house at that point. And I said to you, I think you said to me, actually, like, should I call the cops? I was like, absolutely. 100 yeah. percent. Definitely. Yes. Call the cops. I said I was thinking about calling the cops. Should I? I was like, because yes. I <clears throat> I always sense a weird vibe from people. I pick it up all the time. I'm like, eh, that person I can't trust. This person I'm okay with. This I always sense it. And just from watching afar and listening to the conversations that you were having with her and seeing the way she was acting yep. and things like that, I just knew something was off. I knew something was not right. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So he comes in the house and gets his jacket and his shoes and everything. And I'm like, all right, he's just going to go back out there. And they're, she's trying to call somebody. I'm not thinking anything else. So as soon as he le- like shuts the door, I call the cops. Yeah. Oh, I told you. She was like, do it. Definitely. Yep. I called them immediately. And I'm on the phone with the cops. And they're like, oh, you know, dispatch, whatever. And um, I'm like, yeah, um. Some woman just crashed into our basketball net outside of our house. Um, I don't think she's all there. I'm like, there's something up with her, like whether it's drugs or alcohol. I'm like, something's just not right with her. And um, and she's like, is there are there any injuries? And I said, no. I said, she appeared to be fine. I said she was she wanted to call AAA and things like that to get her car towed away. I was like, honestly, I think if she would have been able to back her car out and we didn't hear anything, she would have just took off. I said, that's the God's honest truth. 100%. I'm like, I think she would have left. 100%. Yes. Yes. So at this point, I'm on the phone with dispatcher for the Bordentown police. And I go to open the door. My freaking husband is gone. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. He got in the fucking car with her because I had no idea that she was even asking him to take him anywhere. I swear so I'm to like, God, I said I was like, nope, no? you did not. Huh. So I'm on the phone and I was like, well, apparently my husband just took her somewhere because neither of them are here right now. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm like, she was like, do you think we need to send an ambulance? And I said, no. I said, we definitely need the police here. Something's not right. I was like, apparently there's something with her daughter because you did mention that to me. Yeah. I remember hearing mm-hmm. something about daughter um and that she was on her way to pick her up mm-hmm. i was like but i was like now neither of them are here and my husband's car is gone so i was like yeah i was like something's going on she's like all right and she just kind of laughed because she was like she was like is it a um like a cement basketball hoop or is it like in like the ones you fill up with sand and yeah, stuff and i was yeah. like no i was like it's one of the sand ones but we have it cut out on our lawn off to the side it's not, not on the inch road of it was out on the road none of it was on the road i'm like she totally just smashed into it yeah so she was like all right she's like what is your best number to reach you at so i gave that to her and she's like all right we're gonna send cars out soon so i had the dogs outside and i heard the cops so i got the dogs in put thaddeus away threw on some boots my winter jacket and i went outside to the one cop and the next thing i know there's two other cops that follow behind him so there's three cops out there that i'm talking to and um 
they're like, ah, oh, you know, the one cop's like, so he's like, what's going on? And I told him that the woman ran into the pole. I'm like, there's something just off about her. And I was like, and apparently my husband got in the car and drove her to wherever she was going. And thank God, which mind you, a few months ago, I was pushing my husband to sign up for Life 360. And he was like, well, we already share our locations. There's no point in that. Still kind of agree with that. Nope. Life 360. Maybe this is like promoting it, but like I have it with the kids. I have it with Aiden. I have it with Connor and I have it with Phil. I was able to track his exact location and I said, and I showed the cop, I said, here, I can actually show you exactly where he's at. And I showed him my phone and I showed him Life360 and I showed him that where he was at in Right Groveville, down the street, yeah. Right down the street. And I was like, all right, he's actually driving right now. And me and the cop are watching him. And he's like, so do you know this woman? And I said, absolutely not. I said, I've we've never met her a day in our life. So we're watching and I'm like, all right. I'm like, he's behind the Dollar General right now. All right, he's turning onto our street. Like, all right, here's his car. And then I shut my phone off and they pulled up. Well, hold on. Like, Let's you're jumping way ahead. We got some juice. Yeah, you're jumping well, way I ahead. I wasn't what? there with you. So you can fill in the de- ooh, you can fill in the details of what happened oh, yeah. Good during stuff happened. the time that I'm discussing things with patrol, the dispatch, the cops, everything. Good stuff. So happens. here, Phil. So I go back out and she gets out of the car for the first time. And her hair was definitely like, like, like huge. She was a mess. Like she had stuck her finger in an electric socket or mm-hmm. something. Like, it, like she hadn't combed it in years. Mm-hmm. It was huge, gigantic. I have pictures to prove it. And when she got out of the car, I then now knew and saw that she was wearing pajamas, pajama pants, and like some weird, like a compression sock or something, like pulled over her pajamas, and then like, like duck boot kind of things i was like oh she is not put together well at all like this does not look like someone who was going out to do something like an afternoon errand and pick up her daughter (laughs) this is somebody who like rolled out of yeah jess is showing me a picture like someone who rolled Mm -hmm. out of like a i don't know all night bender or something or someone who's like off their rocker so I now am also alerted that this person's a little worse than I thought. So she gets into the car with me and she's like, I'm like, okay. So we start driving down. She again, she's thanking me. She's like, I just went in and get my daughter. I said, no problem, Brittany. I got you. Okay, we'll be fine. And I'm like, we're driving up. I'm like, is it where is it? Where is it? She's like, oh, two more, like a few more houses. Blah, blah, blah. So you go, there it is. And so I I drop her off. She runs across the street. I do a little K-turn and park in front of the house. And I'm sitting there. She goes up to the front door of this house, and she knocks on the door. No response. Knocks again. Nothing. There is a side door. Uh, it's kind of hard to describe, but off to the side. I'm not sure if it's like a little garage or like, I think so. like a... Like a I've only seen the house from Google Maps. Like an, ex- so. it was like an, ex- like, it. like an extension to the house or something. But there was a door off on the right side, and she went over there and knocked on that door. Nothing. She comes scooting along across the yard, goes to pass the front door, and goes around the side of the house and disappears behind the house. Now I'm sitting there, and I say to myself, "Hmm." <laughs> This might have been a bad idea. You fucking idiot. You shouldn't have gotten in a car with a stranger. This might have been a bad stranger idea. Stranger danger. This Hello? might have been a bad idea. So I'm just like, hmm. She's gone for mm, 
maybe five minutes. It felt longer. It may not even have been that long. I'm not sure. She's gone for a while, and I'm just like, okay, did this lady just ditch me? Like, did she just go hide in this house or something? (laughs) As if I'm not going to know where she's at and tell the (laughs) cops, you know, and her car is stuck in my yard on a basketball hoop. I'm like, did she really just try to, like, con me into hiding in this house? Another thing that's running through my mind is, is this lady full-blown drug addict and she's, like, picking up drugs from her, like, drug dealer because she's, you know, drug Mm -hmm. people go nuts when they need their fix. I'm like, these things are all running through my mind. And I look up and I'm like sort of watching the house and the curtain opens. They have like a picture window in the front of this house and a curtain opens and there's a guy peers out and he looks at me and then closes the curtain. And again, I sit sitting there and I go, hmm, what did I get myself into? That's not a good sign. Why are they not letting her in? Maybe they did in the back. I didn't know yet. Now there is about maybe 200 yards ahead of me down the street, a police car parked and thought of part of me was like, maybe I should just get out and kind of like wave my hands like, Hey, come down here. I don't know what's going on kind of thing. But I was like, "Mm, all right, I don't think the situation's out of control. I'm not going to do that. That might make a bigger scene. So Brittany comes from around the side of the house. I'm actually going to pause it right there. Before she came around the side of the house, I called you. You did. I called you and I said, yeah, I don't know if she's in the house or what's going on. And you said, well, the cops are already here. Yeah. I'm like, why the fuck did you take her? Because uh, the cops, number one, they were like throwing scenarios at me. They're like, what if she has a gun? What if she has a knife? What if this car is stolen and it's not really hers and she's just trying right, to get away? Sure. The cops were sitting there throwing all these things at me. And I'm like thinking in my head, my husband is a stupid fucking idiot. And I was like, this is why thinking in my head this is why i call him rainbows and unicorns because that's how i describe him to all of our friends he's rainbows and unicorns he tries to see the good in people whereas me i'm like no i see the negativity first and you have to earn my trust whereas him he's like oh you're a good person you didn't do anything wrong to me i'm gonna try to help you so now i'm like crap i feel like such an idiot with these cops because my fucking husband has this woman down the road and i'm like we don't know her because they even asked me numerous times do you know this woman every single all three of them that were there asked me that do you know this no i don't freaking know this woman nobody knows this woman we don't yeah she just crashed into a yeah. basketball hoop like five ten like, minutes ago but i think because you drove off with her mm-hmm. They thought it was suspicious because, like, why would you get in a car with a stranger? She pulled on my heartstrings and she worked me because I know if I needed to be somewhere to pick up our daughter and I was late and I was going to be a big deal that I was late to pick her up, I would not necessarily ask a stranger to go help me pick up my daughter. But I would be frantic to try to go get her on time. Be like, I can't believe it. I'm going to be late. It's going to look. I would. I also could see that's how she tricked me. I could see how you would be upset not being able to pick up your child when you're supposed to. So again, I, uh, I talked to Jess and she says, yeah, the cops are here. I said, all right, cool. And all of a sudden here comes Brittany running, scampering across the yard. And I, I, I roll down the window and I look over and I had my hands out. Literally. You can see me hun, like, like, like this. Are in we the, in the eighties? You rolled the, it down, hun. Well, sorry. You know what <laughs> I mean? With, to say with the button. And I put my hands out and I go, Brittany, where is your daughter? 
like that. And she goes, they're not letting me in. They called the cops. I think we should go. And that was the moment when all of the previous moments of me being like, ding, ding, huh, ding, ding, ding. that was the moment I go, what the fuck did you get yourself involved in? Custody battle. Perhaps. When, there, when she was in the front yard and said anything to you about a custody issue, custody should have been like, all right, nope, I'm not getting involved with this because well, it is insane. Right, right. So we know that now, but at the time, it's all happening so fast. So she gets back in the car. And I'm like, all right, I'm like, well, like, look, let's just go back to my house and we'll figure out the situation with the car and we'll take it from there. She was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're driving down the street and we went past that cop and he wasn't in the car. He must have been in the house or something because I was like, damn it, he wouldn't even have seen me if I had been like, oh. <laughs> and we're driving and she all of a sudden, boom, starts crying, hands over her face. My husband and I are getting divorced and we're in a custody battle and he stole my daughter and he's an alcoholic and the other person in that house is a heroin addict. She's going off flipping out. I know that the cops are two minutes away. So my whole thought process now is get back to the house, dump this bitch off and it's not my problem. Mm -hmm. But I have to keep her calm during those two minutes because she's losing her shit. Yep. And I said to her, I said, look, I go, uh, Brittany, I don't want to get involved in any kind of a custody dispute, family issue. That's not, that has nothing to do with me. The only thing is the basketball hoop and what happened. I go, look, everybody hits rock bottom. I go, it seems like you're going through some really hard times right now. I go, but um, I go, you know, I'm, I'm like, things will get better. I'm like, you're going to be all right. I was like, chill out. Things are going to be all right. Like, just trying to calm her down. And so I come around. uh cut through some of the stores that are there and pull onto our street. And I know the cops are waiting. And, and let me tell you the wave of relief that went through me when I saw you driving down the street. But not just seeing your car, it was making sure that she was in the freaking passenger seat that she was there. Because that's what the cops were there yeah, for. She didn't seem like an imminent threat. That's why I wasn't like intimidated by her. So I pull up. As I'm coming up, keep in mind the, the police cars that came up I think one, the two of them were like black cars. Two were black. They were from one the city like, and one was township. One was like green and white. Mm -hmm. So they didn't look like obvious police police cars. Mm -mm. Like as soon as you pull on the street, like there they are. And they didn't have their lights no. on or anything. And as we got closer, she realized it and she goes, oh my God, I'm going to get arrested. And I'm still trying to be calm and cool. And I go, well, really, you got into an accident. I go, there's really no reason that you should get arrested. I was like, you might get a ticket or something. I was like, but... You, there's no really no reason why you should get arrested. And I'm pulling in. I pull into the driveway. And she goes, can I come into your house? And I said, absolutely not. I go, I have a family in there, and I don't know you. And she goes, if I come into your house, though, they can't arrest me. And I'm like, lady, you just got into an accident. <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? And I turned, and I looked at her. And for, even though sometimes I called her Brittany in our brief relationship of knowing each other other times i called her lady i looked at her and i went lady i tried to help you i tried to go help you get your daughter there is nothing more that i can do for you and i got out of the car she gets out of the car and immediately the cops are like uh excuse me uh come on over here let's have a little chat so she starts talking to them i walk up to my wife and the cops also comes up to me and is like hey let's 
let's let's talk. Like, what's going on? He was like, do you know this woman? I was like, no. And he's like, what's going on here? How did this happen? So I, you know, the same story that you guys just heard, I tell him. And he's just like, why did you, why did you drive her there? If you don't know her. And I was like, she kind of tricked me. I was like, I felt bad for her to an extent. I was like, she kind of tricked me and that she had to go get her daughter. I thought, what's the harm in picking up her daughter? It's so close. I was like, if it was like 10, 15 minutes away, I would have never done it. But being as it was just two minutes down the road, I thought I'd grab the kid, bring her back. They could sit there in the car. She wasn't coming to my house. Could sit there in the car until, you know, whoever comes to fix the situation. And he's like, all right. He's like, well, he was like, look, you seem like a really nice guy. He goes, and that seemed, that was like a nice gesture. Let's never do that again. <laughs> and I was like, understood. I was like, guilty as charged. I was like, you're completely right, officer. He's like, don't ever do that again. He's like, you don't know if she had a, she was going to try to steal the car from you, if she had a knife on her and was going to try to, you know, he's like, anything could have happened. And I was like, you're completely right. I was like, at, looking at it back now, what just happened in the last like 10, 15 minutes, I was like, you're absolutely right. And he's like, did you smell did you smell alcohol on her or anything like that? And I go, no, I go, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't smell anything. I go, but something's not right with her either. I go, she's either having like a mental breakdown or like, I don't know what's going on with her. And he's like, yeah, he's like, we're getting that like sense too, basically. So he's like, we're going to, you know, keep talking to her. So that was sort of that. They, the three cops go back down or talking to her by her car. And of course, what is one of the things that they always ask people? We see your your license, your registration, <laughs> insurance. Your insurance. She can't find her license. <laughs> nope. She can't find her registration. Nope. I'd never heard about the insurance card. She didn't have that either. She, are you sure of that? She had nothing. Because I wasn't. Because even um, our neighbor's daughter was also texting me because she was able to hear things too okay. that I couldn't hear. Because me and um, our neighbor's daughter were going back and forth this entire time. And she wasn't outside, but she does have, they do have a camera outside of their house. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't, I, I was wondering if she was hearing things or maybe she had her window open because she was like the way their house is angled, they can hear it better. But she was telling me things that I didn't hear or I couldn't see because of the way that the, the one police car, her car kind of blocked. Yeah. Too. They her were car. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Um, kind of blocked some of my sight. So me and her were just going back and so forth. So I didn't I didn't hear the part about the insurance card. That's she actually had new to nothing. me. Because we once we heard her say, I can't find my license and she got my registration's somewhere around here. You she and I immediately nothing. started talking like, What the fuck? You're just yeah, not she any had of your nothing. shit. Like I'm I'm guilty. I'll go pick up Zoe from her bus stop, which is literally like not even a minute away in the back of a store. And so New Jersey. Times, That's so New Jersey. There's the kid doesn't even get dropped off and picked off from the bus. Well, I think it's because we live on a dead end street. That's why she's not getting dropped at your off, house. Like, you got to go to a freaking store and drop them off at the street corner. But I literally ridiculous. drive like a little bit down our street, turn right behind two stores. I wouldn't and even park. say it's a minute. I would say it's, it's 20 seconds. That's away. why I said less than a minute. Seconds. It's like 20, 30 seconds away. And I'm going to be guilty. I don't have my license when I do that. That's Most stupid. of the time, I don't bring my purse. That's dumb. I know, but I don't bring my purse to that. What if someone crashed into you there? I drive very, very slow. I'm saying if someone else crashed into it's you, then you true. are don't have any of your information on you. I'm like, dude, just come back to my house. It's literally right there. Um, you can see my house from there. But 
like that's the only place I go to. If I go anywhere else, I have my whole freaking bag with me. Well, you also don't drive from Pennsylvania to a different no, s- different state no. without a Mind license. Mind you, I don't drive to Pennsylvania to begin with because know, I'm, know. you know, Phil's my chauffeur. But to drive to an entirely different state without any of your information, right? No. So she also told me when she was trying to win over my trust, I'm a registered nurse. Mm. She even said, I'm not normally like this. So she was trying to explain, yeah. I'm having a really fucking bad day here. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know whether, obviously, she was a registered nurse or not. I had no idea. Um, secrets revealed. We did figure it out later, but we'll get to that. And so we're watching her now, and the cops are basically, this lady doesn't have any of her information. Nope. She smashed into this hoop. Mm-hmm. She went on this wild hunt for her daughter. They did not let her in the house. So the family obviously does not want to see her. Mm -mm. What the hell is going on here? So they start basically like, have you been drinking any alcohol? No. (laughs) Have you had any narcotics? No. Are you on any kind of medication? No. And there were times that I actually was looking over and the one cop, because two of the cops of the three that were there, two of them had masks on. The other one didn't. No, they all did. They all did. Mm, For sure. I have pictures. They all did. Maybe he pulled it down to talk to him, but he, they all had he masks. He may have, they but um, the main cop, the one guy that I'm thinking in my head, not the one that I knew and went to school yep. with, but the other one, um, there were times he was looking at the other cops and he was pointing to his, like taking his finger and touching his nose. And I think they were trying to see if they could smell alcohol on right. her. Absolutely. And even there was one time two of them went up to each other and were like shaking their heads, like talking to each other, like into their ears, like behind the lady's back so they start running all sorts I of take it back they all did have masks on. why'd you gotta prove me wrong with picture sorry. proof sorry nope they all did such a woman thing to do I'm, you were wrong i've got picture then i think proof. he just pulled it down for like a second and right right that's probably what i'm thinking yeah see it's my main cop when he was talking to me he didn't he pulled okay. yeah he pulled it down well when he was talking to the other cop he didn't have it on but they did they did. So, Bordentown cops are awesome. They start running tests on her, basically, like sobriety mm-hmm. tests, right? So, I don't know. They put up some like device to her face, did something. I don't, I don't know even know what was. that was. No. And then they moved on to the classic you got to step one foot in front of each other <laughs> and go straight. And they asked her to go seven steps and they mm-hmm. asked her to say the number on each step. So, one, mm-hmm. two, three, Simple. four. Very easy to do, right? She's, wait a minute, wait, do I count when? Like, she's, what? Okay, lady, count on each step. Okay. She tries it, uh, not doing all that great. And our neighbor was like, she's wobbling. <laughs> right? Didn't she say that to you? Um, yeah, it was the first text I got. This is like a comedy show. <laughs> yeah. And then her first excuse when she couldn't do it was, I have impaired balance. Oh. Yeah, because you're fucked up, probably. And then she was very worried about, how am I going to get home? Yeah, I wouldn't worry about that, lady. Let's redo the test. And then she goes, it must be my shoes. That That was the line that I loved. I can't do it because my shoes... That I just drove in, walked everywhere else. No. I can't walk in... Officer, I can't can't walk in a straight line with these wobbly boots on. Babe, that was not the best one. The best one was another try that she did. Oh, yeah. The next line. Can I hold on to the car? Yeah. (laughs) 
can I hold on to the car while I do this? And the officer's like, no, <laughs> no. this is a test. <laughs> Not for you to get aid and support from a car yep. while you can't walk straight and count to seven while you do it. So we're, me and Jess are looking at each other we're like, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Like even, so immediately we're probably thinking she's on some sort of narcotics or something. But at the same time, she could have been like on a breakdown and it's just a fucking mess. Right. And just can't think and straight. Granted, I've been through a divorce with children and there's been a couple things that during that divorce way in the beginning when we first got together that I went through that I was having. Oh, yeah. Things set some people issues off sometimes. About. Yeah. Things like, set people off. And it was after I was divorced. So <laughs> so this is one of my favorite parts is the police officer uh, at one point, it, it's cold. Like we've said, it's cold outside, right? And he mm-hmm. goes, "Look, let's go into the truck, my truck here, the police car, and we'll continue talking." She goes, "Am I under arrest?" And he goes, "No, you're not under arrest, ma'am." He goes, "If you were, you would be in handcuffs, and I would have read you your rights." He goes, "It is very cold out. Let's go inside the car, and we'll we'll talk more." And she goes, "Okay," and she starts walking, and at this point. Um, where the police car is parked is across the street and my neighbor has a fenced in yard and he lets out his dogs and the dogs he, come running out. He is also a cop. He's also a for cop. the same township. So yeah. they all know each other. He did talk to them after yes. I saw him yep. talking to them. So he let out his dogs and they come running out and she goes, Ooh, cute doggies. Can I pet them? The police officer goes, no. <laughs> disgusting then she says oh are those dobermans <laughs> and he goes anybody who knows anything about dogs yeah he goes no ma'am those are huskies they are bright white furry yeah typical looking They're like huskies Akita. like the one looks like a full-grown wolf like he's orange and white adorable puffy dog. doberman does not look like that. I know those two types of dogs don't look anything alike. And you and I immediately were like, what? I like, know. we're like gossiping. It's like, huh? Because I was standing back up by our and house And my neighbor's now. texting at the same Gotta time. Gotta be fucking kidding. We're like, she's she's off a rocker. She's, she's totally drugged out. Like, she's losing it. And so she goes into the car. And no, 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 no. You missed an important part. What? No, there's no more. She asked if she can pet the dogs. Oh, no, no. I said that already. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. You were talking about the dog breeds. No, but I before that, she said, oh, Did how you? cute. Can I pet them? Yeah. Oh. Hunter, are you even on the show or what are you doing? Well, Slinky just popped up. So she gets into the car and that's the last we see of her. I've never seen her again. And the cop comes up to us and he's like, yeah, he's like, she's uh, she's in custody. Yeah, she's going to be arrested. <laughs> and we're going to take her down to the station and try and figure out what's going on. He's like, uh, here's let me go write up some paperwork Get your phone number, you get a call at some point or another, you know, hopefully she offers to pay for your basketball, which she told me numerous times, but you never know if somebody will. He's like, you know, maybe talk to your homeowners. He's in blah, blah, blah. And Jess and I were like, I don't even know if we're going to get anything from it somewhere deductible and things like that. So we may end up being screwed unless she um, offers to end up paying for it. It was like, what, 250 bucks or something, the basketball Yeah, hoop. it was their big Christmas present. It was a kind of combined gift for the boys, yeah. which only Connor uses. Right, like. and it was a few years ago. And look, 
I'm not happy about losing my basketball hoop. That thing was a fucking pain in the ass to put together. You need a new one regardless because Connor actually gets his ass outside and does something. Right. It It was hard to put together. But like... At the end of the day, it's just a basketball hoop. I would much rather it be our basketball hoop than, say, our electric yeah. pole or one of our cars, which were not far from where this was at. Or what if this was like a nice warm day and Connor and even his friends were outside playing? Sure. I would have been a fucking nightmare. Absolutely. Like, I kept quiet during all of this. I did not say a word to this woman or anything. No, you never But did. had my kid been outside... When this happened, oh, I would have been a fucking crazy mom. Oh, anybody would have. Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay, so the cops leave. Uh, a tow truck comes, yanks her car off the basketball hoop, and everybody leaves. Mm-hmm. So Jess and I are just sort of left like, what in the fuck just happened yeah. in the last like 45 like, time minutes? time for a drink, babe. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's have a drink now. And so we start like kind of throwing out like scenarios and talking about like what we think may have been going on in her life. Now, before we get to that, you said to me, where did you take her? What was the address? I did. I said, well, actually, I said I said her name was Brittany, right? Correct. And you said yes. So then I said... I, I was quiet for a couple of minutes. And then a little bit after that, I was like, where was the address you took her to? And he goes, well, well, you go. I don't I don't remember the exact address. I'm like, well, can we pull it up on Google Maps? Can you show me exactly the house it is? Because I need to know that address. So he's just like listening to me and he's pulling it up and he's looking it up. He goes, no. He's like, no, this is it. This is it. Yeah, so on Google Maps, it definitely, I knew it was only a few houses in on this one street. So I, I turned it to uh, like the satellite mode or whatever it mm-hmm. is so I can actually see the house. And I recognized the house immediately where the, all the doors she was knocking on. Zoomed in, see the address, tell yep. my wife the address, and then you proceed to do a search on that address, I believe, to find out yes, who. Yes, I did. Because girls, if there's any females listening to this, we are good FBI agents. I can find shit out about anybody. So you so found that's out who what I did. the people were that lived there. And then through that, you found out yes, who the husband was. All I had was her first name was Brittany and that she had license plates in Pennsylvania. It's not going to get me too far. So I took that address, found, looked up the owners of that address. Right, 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 right. Found them on different social, social media pages. And was able to go from there. So I figured out their son's name, which is her quote unquote husband, ex-husband, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up finding her social media. And Right. So we I had all shocked. this all of a sudden at our fingertips. We're like, there we go. It was there because I'm like, I want to know who these people are. Like, because and then, you know, I have to say that even though I was pissed about the basketball net and everything that happened and that she got arrested and stuff, and I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, like, she's just some druggie or something that's just, like, going insane, going through a bad divorce. I get it. I've been there, but I didn't go down that road. Like, I went through a rough divorce, but I didn't end up like that at all. I never Most crashed people into don't anything. end up getting didn't arrested. Didn't end up on drugs. Didn't end up on alcohol. Nothing. I ended up with a happy life. But I found her on social media and going through her social media, like it kind of made me sad because as she mentioned to Phil, she was a nurse and she really was a nurse. We found that out to be true. Yes, it is true. Maury Povich found out 
it is true. The lie detector determined <laughs> this is the truth. She was a registered nurse. She was nurse. a nurse. Or you is. Know what? Maybe not anymore. Well, who knows? And she's absolutely freaking gorgeous. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, I think she is. I want to backtrack on that. I'm sorry. From woman to woman. There is, she was not absolutely gorgeous. But between the pictures that was on social media and the disaster of a woman that we saw in front of us, those were 100% polar opposites. I even said to you, I go, that's her? Yeah. Because she looks like a normal, well put together person. Yeah. Who has their shit together, has her family with her husband, a picture with their daughter, looked like a normal everyday family, looked completely correct. The I, person that we saw was a not, disheveled mess. Was disheveled. Yeah, yeah. To put it nicely. Yes. That's exactly yeah. what, what it was. But like to me, I, I think she's beautiful. I think she's a pretty girl. Like coming from a woman's perspective, I think she's a beautiful woman. And she had a beautiful daughter and a good looking husband. Like they were a good looking family and everything looked happy. And per- she kind of reminds me of that actress. I can't think of that woman's name. Oh, my God. Scary Spice, perhaps? No, 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 no. No? No. Well, maybe when she hit the pole, but... Looking back at her old pictures, no, she. I can't think of who it is. Vanessa right now. Williams. No. So uh, we were like, you but know, she. Did, oh, she also did mention to the cops that she got pulled over a couple days ago. Oh, did she? She did. Um, She's in free fall. Yeah. Whew. She did get pulled over a couple I didn't days hear ago. That. I'm not sure what transpired from that, but she did. Hundred percent. Hundred and ten percent. I remember her saying that because I'm like. And I think maybe that's what made her think that she was going to get arrested because she literally uh, just got pulled over a couple days ago. But I'm not sure what she got pulled over from because I couldn't hear her. Yeah, you couldn't hear it. So we're like, like kind of like speculating, like what could have happened? Like you, like you said, you look at her pictures and there were wedding pictures and they were like beautiful pictures and like a horse and carriage of her. Oh and her my husband. God. Look like they a had fairy a beautiful tale. beautiful wedding. Fairy tale wedding. And then to see her the way we did, I was like, I said to to you, I said, I think we just saw Brittany on the worst day of her life. Yeah. Right? I do. Whether this custody thing is a full-blown disaster, she got arrested, she crashed her car. I was like, she's in a world of trouble right now. Like, And, it, and it's really interesting because both of them, her and her husband, ex-husband, whatever you want to call him, both of them have pictures of like their wedding or them together as their profile and their cover photo on Facebook. Wasn't there one of them just from like Christmas, just like a few yes, weeks ago? From just the, a few weeks from ago. From the time we're recording so this like, right now. So it's like, I, I and don't it know. Been, it could have been a facade, right? Sometimes it people post pictures on Facebook and they're like, oh, we're this great happy couple where really they've been fighting for years and things are going downhill. I've joked, I've joked with you about that before because I'm like, oh my God, people about our probably pictures? think that we're like, <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, when we change our pictures and stuff like that, like we're actually happy. Like we have a good time together. We're a great couple. But I'm like, but people could be seeing this and being like, oh. You can think that about anybody. Yeah. But they're clearly not in a good place. No. But their pictures are nice. And I've seen that with other people that yeah. I do know who oh, have sure. gone through a divorce. Everyone's seen that on social media. Everyone's seen that on social media. They're going through a divorce and one person is. You have no is, clue. 
all by themselves, and then the other person is like overloading with like, oh my god, look oh, how happy yeah. we were. Look at I this, look at this, like constantly. And it's like, whoa. Everybody listening, if they're on social media, has seen this before, mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, they look like a happy couple, and then you're like, did you hear so and so's getting divorced? You're like, what? Yeah. Like you had no idea it was yep. it was coming, like out of nowhere. Let's go into a little bit of speculation about what mm-hmm. was going on with this woman. And I'm going to give you my theory first. Yeah, I want to hear yours. This is my theory. And I'm sure there are things wrong about this, but this is this is what I comes from the gut. I think her and her husband were hitting some troubled times. I believe that she had some sort of a substance abuse problem. And the reason that I go that route Maybe it was something from work. Um, she stole, you know, some sort of prescription drugs as a registered nurse. I don't know. Speculation. All this is. My guess is that she was probably becoming hooked on something like that that was starting to pull them apart. And the reason I say that, again, is because she couldn't walk straight or talk or make sense. And if you have a psychotic break, I think you could maybe at least still walk in a straight line. Mm-hmm. She couldn't do that. So that leads me to believe maybe substance abuse. Now, they're having problems. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. She is on a bender. She's full-blown junkie at home. She's messed up. He has enough of it on this Sunday afternoon. He goes, I'm getting our daughter. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to my parents' house. All right? I'm out of here. She's all fucked up or whatever. He leaves and goes off with the kid. She starts to come out of her bender because her hair is frazzled. She's pajamas. She's a disaster. And she says, oh, no, how dare he do this to me? Take my daughter away from me. I'm going to go get my daughter. She jumps into her car, starts driving to the in-law's house, makes a wrong turn, drives down our street, does whatever she does, turning around, GPS, smashes over our basketball hoop in a in a rage of anger. She's, she's messed up in the head. She's under the influence. She's not thinking straight. Crashes onto our basketball hoop. She's still thinking of only one singular path. I have to get my daughter back. That's it. It's the only thing she can concentrate on. He stole her from me. She convinces me somehow to go there. They won't let her in. And then I think she started to become unraveled when she started crying in the car when I was bringing her back. And then the cops were there. She knew the gig was fucking up. When she saw the cops because she said, I'm going to get arrested like immediately. So I think she was hitting absolute rock bottom. That could be completely wrong. That theory. Maybe he's maybe he really is an alcoholic and he was abusing her and he's been a domestic abuser or something, mentally abused her and driven her crazy. And she had a psychotic break. There's so many different ways you could go with this, but I'm going to lean towards she had the issue. I agree with most of that. Yeah. You better. But. (laughs) Shut up. So I think you leaned it more on drugs and stuff like that, which I agree with. I think she was on something. There, There was something that she was using. But I can also say that mental issues can impact you more than you would ever think. Because I agree. No, no, I agree. I didn't. I said that before. Could have been a psychotic break. I totally think that is a a legit possibility. Absolutely. Had I not gone through 
like I went through a lot of stuff in my life. I lost my mom when I was 11. My house burned down when I was 12. My dad was diagnosed with cancer when I was 13. So I went through a lot of stuff and I had to do it alone because I was under 18 and I had to get my dad's approval. Couldn't do anything until I was 18. So boom, like glad I'm alive because I went through shit. Did you hit a basketball hoop though? No, I did not. But it's like you sometimes you just hit this point and you're just done. Like you want to do everything right and you just can't. Like, hold on. Give me a second because... You interrupting me lost my train of thought of what I was saying. No, I said to you at one point, again, we talked about this the whole night after it happened. She probably, you know, had this whole view of what her life was going to be. Mm -hmm. I had this husband. I got this great great job. I'm going to get married. Things are going to be great. And things, whether it was her fault, his fault, who knows, things completely fell apart. Yes. And sometimes it is very, very hard to come to grips with that. Yes. We did try to find the police blotter to see if we could see what she was like arrested with. We have not been able to find anything. If I we do find something, I'll, I'll give you an update in some podcasts or whatever. If but we can convince my husband to buy a background check, we can find no, everything out. Please. <laughs> so, you know, you got to think of it like this, though. She's going to be in big trouble, right? I don't know if there was any kind of custody things going on there. Don't know. But she's going to get at least like a reckless driving. She's going to get, yeah. Uh, driving without a license. Driving without a registration. Driving without insurance. Property most, damage. Property damage. Most likely like a DUI or whatever it is for narcotics or something. That's a lot of things coming down on you at once. I wouldn't be surprised if she lose her license over this. Yeah, she might. Um, She's going to be in big trouble. I'm sure her job is not going to be thrilled to hear this. Um, So, you know, Brittany, wherever you are out there, I'm sure you're not in jail anymore. But like, sorry, I saw you on like we saw you on your worst Worst day day ever. The worst day ever. I'm, I'm still not happy that you destroyed my basketball hoop. But, you know, I do hope your life gets better. I I agree. I, I hope I felt you bad find for happiness. Her. I hope you find peace. Like, just I don't know. Like, I just feel really bad. I like, felt looking bad for at her. her pictures and stuff like that. Like, I really hope things get better for you because you seem like a really nice person. If you're even listening, I don't know if you are, but I really hope. Yeah, even though you fucking conned me into driving somewhere that was not really the situation that was happening. You put my life at risk. Damn bitch. Like, damn it, me. I need this man in my life. You lied to me. But but I, I do really hope that things turn out better for her. And like, I feel I feel really bad now. Like, at first I was pissed. Like, I can honestly admit that. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, like, of our course. fucking basketball now? Are you fucking kidding me? And now, like, idiot. after like, looking at her social media and seeing like the person that she puts up on social media. I mean, maybe it's not her, but maybe it is. She seems like a good person. I'm telling you what people can't And to be-, be a nurse. It takes so much because I still, that's my biggest regret of my life is not becoming a nurse. It takes a certain person to, to be a nurse. People can't be in much worse shape than we saw her. No, they really can't. No. So she hit rock bottom for she sure. Did. Got arrested. I mean, everything. 
Yep. So again, Brittany, if you're out there, hope you're doing better. And if we do find out any updates, we will let you know. Guys, come if- visit us. Just don't hit our net. <laughs> no, please don't come visit us. I really don't want you to do that again. Unless you're dropping off a check or something, maybe. Right. And you're back in good shape and you can thank me for trying to help you. And then she'll be like, you got me fucking arrested, you fucker. And she starts shooting Christ. at the house. Now I'm like paranoid. Yeah. I work from home most of the time. So now I'm like making sure all the doors are locked and stuff because like if if she shows up. Like, and bitch, I didn't get you arrested. Like, you no. got yourself fucking like, arrested. Honey, you I'm trying me? to help you. I was just sitting there playing a video game and all of a sudden you destroyed my property. But anyway, guys, if you have any questions or concerns or you know what happened to this Brittany, uh, let's not reveal her last name, but Mm-mm. this Brittany woman, um, send me a email at philinterrupted at gmail.com. And I guess that's basically the end of the story. Uh, we may have forgot some details, but I think we got the, uh, the, the gist of it. So, honey, thanks for uh, joining me here. On I'm another always here. The Smashing episode. Get it, My the idea. Smashing, the car, the Smashing. Idea. Not smash. He was there, but he didn't really get involved. With smashing. It I was said, in a text message. Said, it was my idea. Smash. Get the fuck back in the house. He was like, but anyway. So we are making moves here on Phil Interrupted, and we will catch you next time. Join me, Jess. Come on. Peace out. And she goes, they're not letting me in. They called the cops. I think we should go. And that was the moment when all of the previous moments of me being like, huh, that was the moment I go, what the fuck did you get yourself involved in? She really was a nurse. We found that out to be true. Yes, it is true. Maury Povich found out it is true. The lie detector determined (laughs) this is the truth. She was a registered nurse. She was a nurse. Or you is. Know what? Maybe not anymore. Well, who knows? Don't tell me what I can't do!